this one. What the fuck do we do now? <laughs> uh, that's actually not bad because this is going to be the uh, the kind of premise for this episode style is political shitstorm, and it's just we're just drinking and ranting about whatever. Um, so last political shitstorm was about Iowa caucus. This one. Political shitstorm 2020. Andrew Yang drops out. Now what the fuck do we do? Exactly. Uh, edition. <laughs> I needed a fucking day. Like, literally. Like, I, I wanted to record a this yesterday. <laughs> I wanted to record this yesterday, but like I was telling Jenner earlier, my knee-jerk reaction was like, fuck this shit, burn it to the ground, vote Trump. Like... <laughs> And I'm like, I'm totally not that yeah. person. Like, I'm I'm as blue as they come. And I was like, I had to step back and like, ew, did you just say you were going to vote for Trump? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I mean, no, I did it. Nothing I, against Trump supporters because a huge part of Andrew's base was Trump people. But like, holy fuck, like that was so not me. But it really brings into question, like like you were saying earlier, the uh, the instant radicalization. Yeah. Instant re-radicalization. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and this is, this is, I mean, if you know me, you know me, but the, that was very much of the parody kind of like, yeah, I'm kidding. I'm not actually like <laughs> Trump 2020, uh, burn it to the ground. <laughs> you know me guys, come on, obviously, but like, fuck, it's like lesser of, it, we're being forced to play the lesser of two evils game. And this is what and this was the first time we didn't fucking, fucking have to. We had a, we had a good candidate. We didn't have to play the fucking lesser. Of all two I'm evil gonna shit say, all I'm gonna once. say is, I don't want to hear a single fucking person complain about how they still can't afford to survive on a fifteen dollar minimum wage because you had the opportunity to have a thousand dollars a month and you fucking literally scared the chicken out of the coop on this one. We so now you made yeah. your bed fucking lie in it. Like <laughs> we can't pick on anyone. Uh, particular I'm not thing pick on as being like the reason because it is you know the it is in the polls alone which really as I had posted about earlier is just like really it's about the ability to like buy your way into media markets and get seen to be measured on polls. No, and that's Wait, the so thing that, is if you fundamental... if you as a political candidate can just cut a check to whoever you need to to get in somewhere or to get seen and or heard like Yeah. There's a then reason. Why, then why do we even bother trying with grassroots movements like because I if want all it takes I is want for us Bloomberg to, be able to do that. Yeah, for Blo- Bloomberg could just drop uh, uh, millions of dollars on fucking TV ads and brainwash entire communities and be like, yeah, I'll vote for him. Who a corrupt old racist white billionaire? That sounds like a solution. Not to like, uh, yeah. holy shit, guys. The guy, he's a. Let's make that <sighs> mistake a second fucking time. Sure. Anyway. Anyway. I don't, I don't care know. That he's I needed white. a fucking that's day. Just one of those words that's usually lumped into <laughs> that sentence. I needed he's a, a day. He's an old racist fuck. I mean, and I was, I was shit. very drop out. <laughs> I was very upset. Like Jenner broke the news. I mean, he he mentioned it in his little three minute uh, dealio that he did last time, and uh, 
yeah, no, like I was in the middle of work and he was like, yeah, he dropped out. I'm like, what the fuck do we do? Now? What do we do now? Like, who do we fucking rally behind? Like, who do we That's garner not, our support it's the, for? It's like, the wrong question. That's the wrong question. Uh, and listener, <laughs> listener, this is this is important because I have had fucking vultures circling me all day for the past 24 hours. Ugh. Um, You know trying to like get me to basically pledge loyalty to their candidate and it 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 is not about picking fucking sides guys it's not it's it's not about the fucking personality thing like i'm gonna go to who has the fucking best ideas that are on the table and i'm gonna make that decision on myself i don't need anybody to stand there and try to convince me of who i need to fucking vote for um so people are going to be doing that and trying to like oh one of us one of us uh Yang gang out, out there be independent for a while be politically independent it's it's pretty fucking freeing um because yeah, don't, both, both don't, sides are fucking bullshit don't pledge yourself to anybody because like here's Think the for thing your fucking like self. there's a reason that we all supported him and it was because we liked the ideas that he had and there was a reason that we wanted him in office is because his ideas were something that both sides could reasonably agree on and it was I don't a, it think was a recipe to, to cure let, America. We don't need to let ourselves go back into the divisiveness. Like don't don't let their plan to re-radicalize and re-divide yeah. us work. Like don't give them the fucking satisfaction. You know, keep yourselves independent. Do your fucking research and vote what vote what your heart says to vote. Whoever that may be, whether yeah. it's Trump or Bernie or whoever the fuck else is, you know, on the table for you, like vote your heart is my only suggestion because like I don't even know who I'm going to support yet and I don't think I will know for the next two weeks, you know, month, two months. Like I may not make a decision until the day before. I I probably won't know until the day. And I'm, you know, and I'm okay with It was an easy choice before. It was an easy choice. It was. You're making it hard. It did not take a lot of convincing on Jenner's part to get me on board with this shit and I'm somebody who has been politically engaged and, you know, like I was a Bernie bro and... I, you know, I, I supported him in 2016 and then he fucking, you know, he lost the nomination and it was like, I begrudgingly supported Hillary for that last little stretch before the election. And we all did that. It felt slimy and fucking dirty. And it now felt it's ha- fucking we're, dirty. It's, no, I was we're like, having I don't to do the same thing her. again. We're, ha- we're being forced to make the same thing again because we're going to be forced to vote against our our hearts and our conscience and that's the thing and it's dehumanizing and that's you know the what thing. let it's me like, just this, this is blue this is no matter who I, bullshit it like fucking that needs to stop but you know what this is what humanity first is fucking about because it was never about andrew yang the presidential candidate okay this that's never what the series was about so we are going to, we have a couple other series that we're working on, but what humanity first is going to become, it's going to be about the ideas and the policies that are going to change the world. The ideas that are going to change the world, wherever they fucking manifest. Okay. And whatever, wherever they may be in the political landscape, we need to get behind the best ideas, which means we are going to be advocating for universal basic income. We are going to continue the fight for human centered capitalism. We're going to talk about time making and all of Andrew's other ideas that are just great fucking ideas. We're going to keep talking about those ideas because it's about the fucking ideas. It was never about him. And for all of the people, the dozen or so people that saw my my meltdown (laughs) to him dropping out and were like, 
oh yeah, it's just your candidate lost. But I was like, no, it's not about him. You guys don't get it. This is so much fucking bigger. This is so much bigger. It was never just him. So good listener. Like Humanity First is absolutely going to be like one of the continue to be one of the best fucking series like that we do, you know, especially we're going to exactly. Keep the voicemails and I going. really do. I really do like the idea of us going in a direction of just supporting good ideas because even though we did kind of have it centered around Yang and Yang's ideas for the first stretch, you know, it wasn't so much about him. It was more about the ideas. And I like that, you know, I want to see more people rally behind UBI and I want to see more people rally behind the idea that people have value regardless of employment. Like it's, there's so much, there's so much on the table that we're not even dealing with that we're not even like touching on yet. And I think humanity first can be broadened to fit that because there are a lot of ideas on team red and a lot of ideas on team blue that I think are very good. And I think we should talk about that. Yeah, you know, and we are and, totally like incorporating hot pink, like Yang Gang pink hat shit. We're incorporating hot pink into our humanity first branding because it is fuck yeah. It's not red. It's not blue, and it's 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 not somewhere in the middle. Be outside. Be different. You know, pop, stand out. It's about the best, the best ideas, no matter where they come from. So that's what humanity first is going to be. Um, voting with your heart. Don't let somebody dehumanize you into making the slimy fucking decision that we all had to make when we fucking voted for that woman. Either either way, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter who the it doesn't matter yeah. who the nominee is. There's always going to be a faction of people that feels like they got fucking duped. Like if Bernie gets the nomination versus Trump, everybody who supported everybody else but Bernie is going to feel like they got fucked. And if Bernie doesn't get the nomination and it's somebody else, then Bernie people are going to feel like they got fucked. And that is exactly how they felt in 2016. That is how I felt in 2016. The same shit happened, you know, with the Bush Gore Nader election, like this lesser of two evils bullshit, this blue, no matter who bullshit, don't play into it. Don't let them dictate who you should vote for and pit you against a pile of shit versus a bigger pile of shit. Just Turd to get sandwich, you to vote. Giant douche. It's literally fucking South Park Incarnate. It's like and <laughs> they didn't make the that problem. episode like, as like a fiction, like, oh, this is what it could no, like this fucking happened and this it's is how been it, happening this is how over and over and over country. again. And this is the problem. And if we want real change, progressives of America, if you want real change, this is the fucking problem. The media apparatus, the way we run our elections, these are the fucking problems. So when you hear us sh- shrieking from the rooftops and you think we sound like fucking crazy people, you know, and then, you know, all fired up about this, like, fringe candidate that you probably didn't bother to learn a single thing about. Um, but this this brought me to an important point because his ideas are mainstreamed now. He did bring, he did accomplish his, his mission, which was not necessarily to be president. It was about to get these things in society, get these balls rolling. Yes. Which is happening. Which he is brought happening. the ideas so, to the table, and that is the most important part. He accomplished that goal. And you know what, 100%. Andrew, if you're listening to this, thank you. Thank you. Because nobody was talking about UBI on this level until you no, came into the picture. We didn't have the language. 
you know, ask me about the mindset. We didn't of, have <laughs> the arguments, and he put it together. He, he did the math, and he put it together in a way that made sense to clear, everybody. In a clear message, I, I, I think I tweeted this the other day. I was like, "Ask me about the mindset of scarcity, bitch." Like he gave us the tools. He's, he gave us the weapons we need to wage the war. You know that is going to change the fucking world for the better. It's going to liberate the world. Um, and that sounds <laughs> lofty, let's say, as an ambition, but I think it's 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 worth it, right? So uh, anyway, we'll we'll, we'll sh- we're gonna bounce around a little bit <clears throat> and keep it keep it fresh. So that's that's humanity first. That's where that's going. But I'm really excited to get my first non Yang Gang humanity first episode to sit down and get to know somebody who, let's say you know, has been in one of the other candidates camps the whole time, but really liked a lot of Andrew's ideas and wants to see the conversations continue on that. Yes. Listener out there, if that's you, uh, like, let's fucking nail that down hard. Let's talk um, about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mindwave.media, go to the schedule, put it in a calendar. Don't even ask, just put it in the calendar. Uh, we'll make and, it happen. and we'll make it happen because like that would be really cool no and that's the thing is i'm like you know i want to sit down because i have a lot of friends i have a lot of friends in the burning camp and i have a lot of friends that support other candidates and yeah i've, I've been <laughs> i've been pissing some, some I wanna, of my bernie friends off i, I want to get their take on things because like you know it's we can't have a discourse with these people unless we understand why they feel the way they do and why they want well, to vote the way I mean, they want to because it's like we can go and throw names do. around we can we can go and make assumptions about you know these candidates and stuff and you know maybe maybe somebody feels like they're spoken to more by Bernie and I want to know why like tell me why you know what what makes you feel that way like we should talk about it because like this is the thing like we need to have a discourse we need to discuss these things because if we just sit here and name call and do this back and forth you know red versus blue bullshit and you know nothing's ever gonna get done it's gonna be gridlock it's gonna be shit slinging and then they're gonna face us with the choice of douche versus turd sandwich and then we're gonna be in the same fucking position all over again yeah nothing this is the this is the barrier to progression nothing is gonna get done it's gonna be four more years of mitch mcconnell in the senate being a legislative graveyard nothing will ever get done they will block no matter who the democrats put up the republicans they will go to the ends of amy mcgrath 2020 to, to stop and obstruct at every step of the way because that's what they do. And this was the first chance that we had somebody that had genuine bipartisan appeal that could really unite people because he wasn't divisive. He didn't have a single piece of fucking political baggage on him, not even a little carry-on, not even a little fucking fanny pack. That motherfucker just had like his, like just phone and keys. <laughs> it's like very... No, like there was nothing. <laughs> like, they you they know what literally I mean? like, had nothing on him. There was no... Zero. Like there was no sex scandals. There was no paying off it, of like, prostitutes. The fact there was that we, nothing. The, okay, Josh, like the fact that we even like have to list those as like things that should be disqualifying. I, I'm not even going to fucking like... No. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah, any, anyway, so <laughs> this episode is uh, the format's political shitstorm uh, 2020, which is going to involve drinks. Um, there's oh, yeah, going to be, I should probably be drinking. There right is going to be a more extreme version of this for the after show. <laughs> um, I guess we'll talk about the, the, um, the new after shows that we're, that we're launching or, um, series. They're, they're not really shows. Almost. Well, 
I'll, I'll explain. <laughs> They're like little powwows that we have while we drink and uh, yeah. shoot the shit so, and stuff. It's pretty fun. So th- right now there are um, a couple themes. The first one is drunk politics. Uh, I'm going to collaborate with Tom Elkins on that one. Super duper cool. Um, and we're just going to get just drunk and have fucking politics conversations. And then I am also thinking of doing a drunk philosophy thing uh, where we just get drunk and talk philosophy. Uh, and then if we can get away with drunk history without calling it that uh that would be another fun one to do but these are these are like round table style drinky hangouts um as digital bonus content that's available on uh the after show but fuck what was it um shit there was one more oh democracy democracy yeah rest in peace democracy no My no, knee-jerk I, reaction I, after yesterday. I, that was, yeah. yeah, no, mine, mine too. Literally, I, I mean, I, just, I, I guess I should just read it. Mm. Uh, yeah, fill I, us in. I was mainstream media killed democracy. It was hyperbolic, uh, but it was so on purpose. It was meant to be provocative. Um, shit, where was it going? Uh, <laughs> democracy, democracy. So at the end of it, it's paint some picture of like you know red white and blue crackling embers like engulfed with nuclear fire and i'm like no (laughs) guys this is fundamental like we cannot allow any fucking further attacks on the democracy of the united states of america we need to get colonial on these motherfuckers and i'm talking like noob tea party but like what the founding fathers fucking intended you know a vision like fucking andrews Liberty, freedom, freedom of expression, you know, uh, all of it, all of it. Uh, and I'm not describing it very well in the moment because, again, it's a political shitstorm. It's heated and drunk. Uh, it's not, less not of really a shitstorm than our democracy. Ew. Yeah, but no, that 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 is the thing. So this this series, I'm called Reclaiming Patriotism because it's been wrapped in a bunch of bullshit. It's, it's passed off as nationalism uh or nationalism is passed off as patriotism rather that is not fucking patriotism um just supporting the troops whatever they fucking do is not patriotism thank Uh, you we need real fucking patriotism in this country we need to remember who the fuck we are as a country what america means to the world stage what we mean to the future of civilization and we need to figure out what the fuck we actually stand for like well they figured it out when they founded the fucking country and all of these fucking people gave up on it apparently so it's going to take fucking warriors. They either this gave up on take, it or they bastardized like, it. Like, let's just be clear. They either gave up on it or they perverted it into something else. Corrupted, perverted, twisted. Yes. We need to get back to founding principles, core principles. Uh, so that's going to be a fascinating thing to get into. Um, I'm going to try to get a lot of, like, political science people and historians, I think, would like, um, revolutionary history historian, somebody yes. in, in, like, would, like bro come on the show blow my mind like uh so yes reclaiming patriotism is going to be a new series about reclaiming patriotism from uh, from right-wing ideologues and fascists and wait those are two separate things tea party wackadoodles uh which there are some rational people in the tea party and some rational people in the libertarian party that don't have boots on their heads 
well, and, and are, are rational people who do have boots on their heads, uh, as it turns out. But <coughs> yeah, no, I'm not talking about forming a new political party. Somebody was like popping in like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, we don't need more parties. No, we, we need this we is, need America to, uni- <coughs> to unite. We don't need more parties of X, Y, and Z. Exactly. Right? That's a wrong. See, and this is the wrong it's the wrong framing. It's like, you got it completely backwards. It's like when people were like, oh, you're just mad because your candidate dropped out. I was like, no, bro, no, you got fuck, it completely backwards. Fuck the two-party system. It, fuck you, a multi-party <laughs> system. How about the no-party system? How about the America system? The idea like, system. Uh, Can you imagine how different our elections would be if there wasn't such a thing as a political party? And I know this This is like, I'm getting into highfalutin philosophy shit here. Not, I, I mean, I'm not like, let, yay, communism. Uh, but, uh, can you imagine how different that would be if people had to run on their ideas and their personality and their charisma and their record and, and just that, as opposed to like the team thing, if we just, See, here's my the thought, team here's thing, my thought. We just, we don't, we don't show our political candidates faces. We don't show their voices. We don't tell anybody anything about them, their age, their, their, their gender. It doesn't matter who the fuck they are. They're just mystery candidates. The only thing you know about them is their policies and what they support. That's it. I like that idea. Their too. experience doesn't matter. Their age doesn't matter. Whether they're a guy or a girl like doesn't that. matter. I we'll like do that, it like Josh the voice. Ryan. We'll do it like the voice. I like it. You pick them That's based on American. their ideas, not based on what they fucking look Joshua, like. Joshua, I love that. Not on, that is super American because it is it is super democratic. Eh? And super it democratic. Is, it is it is super capitalist, which I fucking like. Exactly. I like that. That's pretty. You buy the uh, best you know product. What? You don't buy the prettiest package. It, imagine if we voted on laws like that. And if we didn't put an age restriction on it, so like an eight-year-old could come up with a new law that's just like like a law about dog parks or something like some really cool, crazy out- outside-the-box no, idea. And, that would be and like people voted on it, could have... and they're like, they voted some new law, and they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I'm like, yeah, it came from eight-year-old Timmy down the block. Like, imagine if like <laughs> it that was would get just our about kids the involved ideas. in politics in such a yeah. positive way that when they got older and they got to voting age, they would actually be excited about participating in our elections. Because my thing that I've noticed is I would say out of everybody that I went to high school with, I'm in a very, very small handful of people that actually give a dick about politics. And the only reason why is because 2016, because before Donald Trump started running for the presidency, I didn't give two fucks about what happened in the country. I was like, Obama's just doing what Obama's doing. I don't have to wake up every morning and be scared about what he's fucking tweeting. So it's like, whatever, he's going to do what he's going to do. We're not going into World War Three. It's all Gucci. We're fine. It's cool. But then Donald Trump started running and it made everybody collectively wake the fuck up and either start becoming a fucking nationalist or start fighting for what they believe in and trying to like put America in a position where we're not going to have a fucking dictator because of him, you know? And I don't know. Like, I really like the idea of like getting everybody involved. Like, you know, Andrew had an idea of like, uh, changing the voting age to 16. And it was like, it was like, yeah, no, absolutely. how different high school would be. Absolutely. If that was like part of like, you could get class credit for that. You You get field trip day. You get field trip day on November 3rd. And everybody in your class gets to go and fucking vote and be a part of our system. Like, and here's the thing. Instead of just kicking them out on their ass when they're 18, never teaching them how to do fucking shit in our society. And then just, well, figure it out. Uh, you know, you, you need to work two and a half full time jobs to be able to fucking vote. Like, come on. Basic fucking shit. Fundamental shit. 
fundamental. It's again, it's about ideas. It's about ideas. So that would be like these are ideas that we would unpack uh, in in you know maybe within this reclaiming patriotism thing, or maybe within the humanity first thing. Um, a lot of these things are going to overlap, and you know what? There's overlap with the outrage machine, and I think that that's good. Uh, I think it's good to have all of these things kind of out on the table as their own things, and that there's there's clearly a lot of overlap from places, uh, from place to place to place here. But that's why it's the Mindwave universe. It's all one kind of thing that we're talking about, and we're just um, interrogating little pockets of it uh, one at a time, one conversation at a time, and it's that that's really the goal of what we're trying to do here. Um, there was fuck. Did we have other series? <laughs> Josh, so um, I don't know why you're uh, asking me? The production, the production, <laughs> production schedule um, is. I'm not sure. Green Revolution is supposed to be coming back next month. I haven't settled down on that yet, or, or locked that in yet. But um, possible minds <clears throat> is going to be launching in. April, and we're going to kick it off by talking about autism, because it's Autism Awareness Month, and we are just going to absolutely shit on Autism Speaks and expose them for the PETA-style fucking uh, terrorists that they are, so that should be fun. Fun! <laughs> uh, yeah, no, do not give money to Autism Speaks, they're fucking atrocious, uh, but yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna open up the conversations around neurodiversity, um, and then expand into into the larger thing that is the series that will be Possible Minds. If you haven't heard me describe the show or this series in the show before, we're going to be getting into um, consciousness and the self, uh, artificial intelligence, um, things like that. So it, it's yeah, or or just different ways to be a mind on our own planet. You know, like having a having a conversation about like uh, what's it like to be a, a dolphin. You know what I mean? Or like talk about, do a whole episode on like the evolutionary history of dogs that like explains their, their behaviors, you know, that like play into that thing. So yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a fucking fascinating series. I can't wait to get into that. So that's kicking off in April. Um, shit. What else? War of One is probably going to be May or June that we might have to push that to July. Um, which is fine which is i mean that is the one that i'm really excited for and i want to get super deeply involved in but uh it's gonna be i think if we have to wait on it i would rather wait and make sure it's good than like try and rush it and squeeze it into an already super busy schedule like yeah because i think that is going to be one of our like new like major like that's going to be one of our big ones for sure yes like that's going to be on par with like you know what we are expecting outrage to be and what humanity first has been like i like war of one is going to be something that's going to speak to a lot of people on a on a really really deep level um we're going to be touching on mental health and you know the current system of how it's not being provided as effectively as it should be and those afflicted we're going to be talking to a lot of people that are experiencing different issues uh ranging from schizophrenia to ptsd to depression to um, anxiety, you know, pretty much everything down the board of, you know, anything that makes it hard for you to get up in the morning and, you know, find purpose in life. Like you, like you need to know that you're not alone because we are both in that same fucking boat. And 
it is not an easy road, but like just knowing that somebody understands your struggle and that somebody is able to, you know, relate to you on that level is so fucking important. And that is, yeah. that's our goal with that series. So, yeah, um, it, <clears throat> excuse me. It, it really is the power of sharing and the power of opening up, um, which is also uh, very healthy. I've discovered this is this show has been super cathartic. If you can't tell, uh, I will not cry on this episode. I promise. Um, I'm gonna make him fucking cry. <laughs> fuck, what was I saying, man? Jenner, you bald bitch. I'm gonna make you cry. <laughs> oh shit! What was I gonna say? What was I saying, Josh? I don't know. Uh, you were uh, you were saying something. Oh, and more of one. More okay. of one. Because it it really is it it that's what it feels like, right? to be at war <laughs> with yourself in your own mind, to be your own worst enemy, you know, to be your own worst critic, to to put you down and bully you more than anyone else on earth. And I think that we all, we all do way too much with that. Um, and this plays into mental health a lot. And it really is like we're going to go into, you know, clinical psychology and pharmacology and, and things as well to some degree. Um, but really, it just is about the framing, about the conversation and the connection and the importance of opening up about this stuff and sharing it, um, it because it the power of that, it, it really is enough to change a life. So it's work that needs to be done. Uh, absolutely. So it's 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 a tall order. It is a tall fucking order. But um it's, it's going it, to be, we need to go there, man. We it's going to be a big, it's going to be a big task for us to take on being that, you know, we've both dealt with, uh, mental health afflictions on our own and, you know, loved ones as well. And I, I think we're, we're going to have, we're going to have a, a lot of, a lot of help with this though, because we are friends with a lot of great people that are in the industry, like people that are in, you know, the uh what what's the word i'm looking for i i don't really want to call it an industry but i mean i guess it's kind, kind of like therapist specialists like therapists we're talking and... to therapists and psychologists and specialists mm. and you know crisis counselors and you know uh, child psychologists and mm. you know it'd be a really a really kind of heavy scary one but um might be good would be a suicide hotline operator that would be if, really um, fucking good yeah if you're out there and that's your job. Holy shit! Hell, even a nine one one operator um, would be like a, a good dis- one to dispatcher. Have. A dispatcher. I, I know a handful. I actually. I can. Wasn't uh, I, somebody that I work with? Yes. Somebody that I work with was yes, a dispatcher. No, I I know several. Um, but that that would be that's getting a little bit into like you can't. You know, there's like especially if they're still operating as a as a dispatcher. Right. There's um, only certain things you can and, disclose. Yada yada. <clears throat> but I think I think. A suicide hotline operator. I think obviously if you're not sharing names or anything and it's just, and we make it more about, because obviously that has to, the stories, the, the, the people that you talk to, the the calls that come in, you know, like that has to be one of the most emotionally taxing jobs on the earth. So I almost oh, would be more interested in unpacking, like, how do you, pro- how do you get through that? Uh, how do you process that? I could not do that. If man. you've never watched the show 911 on Fox, it's actually really good. Um, they kind of center themselves around the uh, Los Angeles Fire Department, and they have a couple of characters that are in uh, LAPD. And 
they're um they kind of they kind of center around that but a few of the main characters also work in dispatch and they've they've done a few episodes centered around like you know like a situation where somebody calls in and they're getting abused by their spouse and like they literally have to listen to somebody die over the phone and there's nothing they can fucking do about it like that and then they go home or or, and then they have to go home at the end of the day and like a lot of times unpack all that fucking shit and then do it do it again tomorrow like it is a very like i would not want to do that job i don't know if i have the mental capacity to deal with that job because it is Oh my god! Like I would be so fucking tortured. Yeah, because you'll you'll get a call. A call will come in, and then you'll you'll send out the dispatch or whatever, and it'll be like you know a little kid got shot or something, and they're on the way to the hospital. And then you never know how that story turned out. It's not like you like call up the hospital and be like, "Hey, is little Timmy okay?" You know, it's just like he's just like you just open have to ended. hope for the best, yeah. but you don't know until you, you know? read the headlines so that, the next day. Like that has to be a psychologically yeah. a, a psychologically pushed like pushed to the fucking limits jobs like that so uh yeah the professionals i want to talk to a lot of professionals um in 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 the fields like people who actually deal with this on the ground on a human level on a on a one-on-one human level right um everything that mindwave is going to try to do you know moving forward is really taking like the core of humanity first which is just like you're a human. I'm a human. We're both humans. Um, I keep taking this back to Ubuntu philosophy. I, I think that's going to go into everything that we do. Um, I, I like that. It, it has to, because uh, fundamentally, like, what the fuck are we if we're not, you know, if we're not human? Exactly. So, like, core, which I still need to record the core, which is probably going to end up being. I've been trying to think of how to produce the core because I have all of these core principles and core philosophies that are going into Mindwave that I ha- that are not fully articulated. Ubuntu is one of them. Um, in ter- I have a bunch for like, you know, creativity, you know, and, and things like that. So, but like <clears throat> initially this was going to be a series, but I think I'm just going to pack it into like one big fucking episode, maybe like 90 minutes. And then uh, just kind of like un- unpack unpack what the, the core philosophy of my life is like why we're here what we what the goal is uh right which still needs to happen i don't know where i was fucking going with that but yeah i mean the, a lot of this is, of 2020 is just going to be like making all of the ideas that are on paper real because <laughs> well, we have a lot of ideas we have a lot of ideas on fucking paper uh, and that's what being in your twenties is all about them, having yeah. lots of ideas and like no realistic way to achieve them. Ayo. Well, we, well, we do have a realistic we way do, to achieve though. them and we have a platform. We have wonderful listeners and friends of the show who support us and help us make that happen. So like the mind wave universe is an actual thing. Now it's an actual website. You have your own user login, whatever that like totally is personalized for you. You know, it's, you, you, there's a point based system for engagement and rewards and badges and all kinds of cool goodies. We're going to be dropping goodies like fucking nobody's business. It's going to be great. Um, the fucking sandbox. There's so many of these things are just like starting. They're just starting to kind of emerge in static form, which is cool. Because the website eventually is going to be fully flash animated. And when you go in like through to different parts of it, uh, there's going to be... yeah. It's gonna be cool. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, um, like going back, like full circle to like what we started this recording for. Like, what what are what is 
What is our message right now? Because I, mean, I don't know. I, I like, think we nailed it. Like humanity first. Like anybody who is like, oh no, you know, Yang dropped out. We can't be friends anymore. I'm like, you missed the point, bro. Like <laughs> human, the humanity first isn't Andrew's idea. Like we weren't <laughs> friends it's, because it's, of Andrew Yang. We were friends uh, yeah. because we had like common ground. And Andrew Yang was merely the vessel through which we found that common ground. Yeah. And he gave us the language to talk about it. You know, he gave us the language to talk about so many, so many of these issues in society that we, we saw, but we didn't have, we didn't have the right way, you know, to describe the fucking, the problems and solutions and frame them right. And he just, it was magic at that. Um, So he, he gave us, he gave us the handbook. He gave us, guys, guys. He gave us the antidote to uh, the copy of 1984 that you guys have been operating as, like, using as an instruction manual. He gave us the perfect fucking antidote to fix everything. So we did, we need to run on that. I think we should get more ambitious um, for, I think we should for be our, our universal be basic income goals um, for for this country and for the world. I think that they should be more ambitious than Andrews. Um, I, I, I'm kind of like more on uh, Scott Santons's side here. Um, I, in like, oh, where was it? Fuck it, a brain fart, whatever. But like, I think like kids, there should be like a smaller allotment for kids if you have like a family uh, or, or whatever. I think that that's fair. That should be like something that's included in it. Um, and then I think, yeah, just like more stacking, stack, 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 you know, on top of everything. Because yeah, it's just like no, the, more, it's the like, more the better. Like the way, like I feel like it should be done like the way you fill out your taxes. Like, okay, if you have dependents, like you're saying, like if you have kids, like there should be more money. If you're taking care of your parents yeah. at home, like there should be more mm-hmm. money. Like if you are, yes, if you own exactly. a home and you're, and like, and that's the thing is like there should be, you know, all these little credits that you credits. can get and stack on thank top. You. And it's thank like, you, thank you, thank you. I don't know. Like, there's there's a lot of big big ideas that can be tossed around with it, and like, universal basic income is not just a thousand dollars a month. Like, the idea of it is, it is something that grows with inflation. It is something that adjusts for inflation. It is something that you know grows with the population and grows with the corporations that the population relies on. And it's benefits you know, everybody. It's something that benefits the market everyone. needs consumers. The, <laughs> the consumers need a market, but the market needs consumers. And that's too. the thing is I'm like, I've been telling like, like I made a comment ways. like episodes and episodes back. Like how can we have a money based economy? If all the money is just sitting in the bank accounts of like 1% of the population, just accruing interest and not getting spent, <clears throat> which includes Bernie Sanders. I'm sorry. Thank you. He's in the 1%. Now you guys can't, you can't play the man of the people card anymore. I know. Yeah, thank you. I, and he had I know the highest you, he, private jet spending he, out of any candidate. So he, let's just keep that in mind. I, I tweeted he, last quarter. Last quarter, he spent more on private jets flying around than the Yang family made an entire year, or yeah. ten times, ten times more than the Yang family made an entire year. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, this um, is uh, drinking. We we got rid of the guy that literally like took the subway and rode a bike and shit to get to things. Like I'm sorry. Like, uh, we're we're gonna move. You want to talk about we're, we're gonna the move people. Up. We're gonna move off of Bernie. Anyway, we're move off of Bernie. We don't want to anyway. alienate our audience. We. <laughs> it's fine, but you know you guys should be willing to accept those criticisms. 
um, because they're fair criticisms. And when you play this, like, and they're based in fact. Yeah. When, when you play this, like, Oh, well, it doesn't matter when he does it. It makes it very hypocritical. And like, well, how are you going to point it out when it happens on the other side and pretend it's a problem? You know, it's, I don't know. Fundamentals, fundamentals, people. Corporate, but anyway, like principles. I was saying, like I was saying, we're we're in a situation where we have these big ideas on the table, and even though Andrew Yang is no longer running, sad day, you know, it is he like like Jenner said, he gave us the tools to combat this. He gave us the tools to make these changes. Oh, and he's not leaving. BT, he's not BTW, going anywhere. I mean, BTW, like he's not going anywhere. Uh, I, he's still going to be a champion for this. I mean, he still has a huge platform and a huge following of people. I mean, I would not I be. Yeah, I would I not know. be surprised if he's still like going to go out and canvas around and talk to people and try and spread his ideas, because like he didn't just spend all this time and money and donations and everything doing this just so that he could drop out and you know fade away into nothingness and you know just disappear you know like he's not going to crawl into a hole like hillary did after 2016 like no 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 he's gonna he's gonna guys guys yang gang the whispers all whispers all whispers there's some something big something's going on okay he's he's this was strategic. It wasn't like um. It wasn't like a oh, you know, that was fun. You look at the footage of him all that day. You look at the footage of him all that day. His great attitude about him was not like doesn't have this like oh yeah, I'm gonna drop out in a couple hours. No, like it came down to the numbers. Uh, ultimately, he's the fucking math guy. He saw the numbers and he was like, I can't in good faith take continue to take contributions um, from these fucking wonderful people that are calling themselves the Yang Gang. Uh, you know, I, I can no longer take it in good faith knowing that, you know, the numbers are saying I'm not going to win. You know, the numbers tell a very clear story and it, it, that took some fucking balls to admit it. How many candidates do you think were just like, oh, well, we're not going to win, but we didn't just no, write hold it, on just to write it out and, and just try and collect as much yeah, as they money, could. Money, 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 Yeah. Like, so we but owe like, Andrew a huge debt of gratitude there, but, but there is whispers. There's not- whispers, bitch. Will you listen to me? There's whispers he might be running for mayor of New York. Mm, City. Maybe. <laughs> did, either way. Did you not either hear way, that? I did not. But any, yeah, anyway. He might, be, he might be running for mayor of New York, which fuck. Yes. Shut the fuck up. Um, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Get into after show territory here. Yes. Okay, go. Bitch. So anyway, like. I from everything I've seen, unless unless you've seen something that I haven't, they have not given a reason. Like they have not explained why he dropped out yet. And oh, I yeah, think he did in his concession speech. Yeah. And I think this is a strategic thing though, of like he may he may be on draft for VP. He may be on draft for like Secretary of Labor for somebody. I'm not gonna go so far as to assume or say who, but like that could very well be on the table for him. Like it's it it it's not even just that it's on the table. I have it on good authority, knowing many people in the campaign and campaign staff, and I'm in a Slack channel for his campaign staff, which I haven't popped in there in a while. But that's like the level of connectivity that I have. Every single other candidate running, every single other candidate's campaign contacted him. Every single one, they all want to snatch him up. 
every last well, one of those motherfuckers. Either so, way, either way, it's 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 yeah. likely that whoever think, whoever think, gets the nomination, he is going to be probably working with them in some capacity. And you another. know what? And whoever our candidate is, sorry, quote our candidate, and by our I mean not Donald Trump. Yeah, uh, that happens to be the Democratic candidate this time. Uh, but whoever that candidate is, we need to push them so fucking hard to adopt the freedom dividend. It's not even fucking funny. We need to push them hard as hell to on day one, human centered capitalism, the American scorecard and fucking PowerPoint. That is something you can do on day one. If you can't enact that, if you're the Democratic candidate and if you can't get on board with that idea, get the you fuck don't out. You deserve the presidency. Get the fuck out. Exactly. Yes. So we need to make sure whoever the nominee is, they adopt these ideas as quickly as possible. So that's another, that's going to be another part of the uh, Humanity First series is like, yes, Andrew's out. The ideas are in and they're staying. And guess what, people? By 2024, these fringy views now that are just starting to trickle and catch on fire, they're going to be the mainstream Democratic Party establishment like positions and by this 2024. The this by the, the next thing. election, like we look, this is going to be, yeah, mainstream. We look at what happened in 2016. Like, we have to give credit where credit's due. Like, Bernie brought Medicare for All to the fucking table. And on at the time, it was a wild, crazy, fringe fucking idea that everybody's like, you're crazy for doing this. There's no way it'll work. And you know where it parallels? When Yang started running and he said, I want to give every American $1,000 a month. They were like, you're fucking crazy. That's such a wild idea. You're so yeah. off the wall. It's never going to work. Joshua, did you read Did you read Marion Williamson's I thing? did. I did. I feel bad for shitting on her a little bit as the crazy crystal lady because she's we did. She's a very smart lady. We did do that. No, she's she's very smart. And she's she's. Yeah, I, I think that she does probably have a couple wackadoodle sci- anti-science views. Uh, but no, like that, that message. She and she would make a good ed- she's, uh, secretary of education. Too. She's fierce. You want to try to get her on the show? Yeah, let's do it. Should we try to get Marion Williamson? Marion Williamson, do, do you want to come on Mindwave? Do you want to come have drinks with us? Yes. <laughs> come chat fabulous. with us, Miss Marianne. I feel bad because we, we, we did. And it was funny because she actually kind of called like us out. Like I don't even remember what like we us. said on the show. She said something about like, you know, people have been calling me a crazy crystal lady, whatever that means. And I'm like, oh, we did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, you know, like. She she did it was have the a really, meme. It was the meme, it was of, the the meme time. of the time. Okay, and look at the. Can we just because the the name of the episode is political shitstorm? Can we just talk about the fucking Pete memes for like half a second? Oh. The, this was the best fucking meme wave that the internet has seen in like decades. Oh, the fucking so Mayor Pete good. memes are so fucking that like whatever whatever that wave was of like you a know, week. Did I tell the most you? fire fucking memes I've ever seen. It was great. And I made a handful of them by the way. <laughs> did, did I tell you that like there was a, there was a sponsored ad on my Facebook timeline for Mayor Pete and it was like, you know, come it was something about like dark money Bernie groups or whatever <laughs> are trying to shut down our campaign and yada 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 like Will you contribute now to keep us in the race? And I put in like the the sarcastic SpongeBob like random capitalization in the comments. I was like, "Will you contribute now?" And I just commented a fucking the gif of Hillary just saying, "Now." It's Jeff. Jeff. Anyway, 
the second that I commented that, I got a fucking message on Facebook Messenger, like one of those automated oh, right. bot things from yeah. fucking Pete's campaign. I was like, I was like, do you have an idea of who you're supporting? I'm like, nope. Like, well, will you? How likely are you to support Pete? And I'm like, not fucking likely. Like, I played your game. Like, fuck you. Get out of my DMs. Quit being thirsty. Did you see, Stop it. Did you see? Not my, fucking voting for you, Pete. Fuck did you off. see my fucking uh, my tweet? on that about like a screenshot of somebody responding to a, a mayor Pete bot that was like the mayor Pete bot was like, Hey, give us money. And the guy's like, uh, you know, something, something Andrew Yang and, and the, the AI bots like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't understand you and asked the same question again. Can we count on you for your donation or whatever? <laughs> and then I, I made it, it's just fucking such a burn, but I, I put it as like, just like so benignly phrased. It was just like t- about the, um, importance of automation because we should be automating away horrible dehumanizing inhumane jobs that no human would ever want to do absolutely call center like phone bank for mayor pete <laughs> jesus that's the part that's not included but it's it's very very tongue-in-cheek it's just like oh. this is a job that no human would ever want to do you know or would ever do voluntarily any self-respecting I think human being would never want to do this <laughs> yeah so that was like, I was like, we need automation to do the jobs like this. So that, that was a fucking epic burn. But yeah, uh, it's been fun shitting on Pete, man. Oh my God, it has been. <clears throat> I think I think we need to take over because we still apparently have some, some, mega, some mega sway in South Bend, Yangang territory. I think we should, we should organize some, some Pete memes. <laughs> we need to like spam like all of South Bend with like Pete memes. We'll f- no, we'll, I mean, we'll we need to put him it. in his place. We need to put him in his place because like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where he's getting this idea that like all this support is coming and he's like going to be the nominee. And I'm just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I if like he your is, he's going to buy his fucking... Thing. No, he is. I posted something earlier. It was like, uh, somebody was like, you know, I, I loved growing up as a bi person and, you know, all the memes and stuff about how Republicans are closet gay men and, you know, what a time to be alive where Mayor Pete is the first openly gay man running as a closet Republican. And I was like, fuck. Oh, it hit so good. It hit like the meme yeah. just hit so good. I was like, he, I mean, that was a big fucking mo- bad move on Mayor Pete. Like, the whole like, oh, yeah, he supports mandatory military service. I'm like, motherfucker, you went in for like six months, got an office job in Afghanistan and dipped. You didn't even fucking serve. Okay. Like, stop. Okay. I don't know enough about that. But oh, I did a uh, little bit of research and I was not <laughs> impressed. Uh, yeah, no, what was uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, no, like if he would have run on the Republican ticket against Trump, oh, fuck yeah, he, he would have won. Like, oh, absolutely, he would have taken it. It wouldn't have absolutely, yeah, or it would be like the epic battle of a fucking life. Like, Trump would be gone. Like, if if Pete was on. On the Republican I would, ticket? I would like to see Pete debate Trump because even though he's very wishy-washy and a lot of the shit that he says, he's not nearly as dodgy as Trump is. And if they were asked a direct question by a moderator, Pete would be a lot quicker to give a direct answer than Trump would be. And that would be one hell of a debate to watch. I would watch it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you seen teensforpete.com? Oh, God. <laughs> This is hilarious. So that's no. teens, the number four, Pete, 
com. Oh, I turned my Wi-Fi off to save on uh, memory. That's old, old habits die hard. I don't need to do that anymore. Scoot, scoot your cooch. All right, girl. I'm, I'm watching. <laughs> so this is a campaign website. America is a country, a country that we live in. Unless you live somewhere else. God damn it. <laughs> it's so, so, this is a letter from Mayor Pete. Hello, teens. I am Mayor Pete, and I am asking for your support in my bid for the Democratic nomination. As a teenager, you are likely between the ages of 13 and 19, and that is great. That is what America is all about. Being an age. <laughs> Being an age. <laughs> Sincerely, <Jesus>. Mayor Pete. <laughs> Maybe booted former business uh, current brand ambassador for Doctor Doctor Diet Pepper. Oh God! I, I fucking love whoever made this website. I just want to give you the biggest hug. Current, this is fucking hilarious. Current, Who made this shit? It's like all like stock photos and like floating panels. It's like this is like got to be Squarespace or something. Oh yeah, no, they did a really good um, job putting it together. <clears throat> but like, holy fuck, this is funny. Policies. What does this say oh, for oh, policies? Okay, so, so policies are vital to any candidate. In fact, policies are the cornerstone of a democracy, and a, and democracy is what makes America the country it is today. Uh, under healthcare, so this is I love that every <laughs> every statement is so generic, and that's I feel like that's where we get the mayo the mayo Pete memes is because it's, it's like, just literally just like generic bland white, circular. Bland. <laughs> America is the country that we live in, unless you live somewhere else. Uh, so his healthcare policy. <laughs> His health care policy, according to teensforpete.com. In the U.S., some have health care, while others do not. Some believe health care should be public, while others believe it should be private. That's their opinion, and opinions are one of many things that we are allowed to have. <laughs> That's his policy on health care. Oh, my God. <laughs> Employment. Every year, the number of Americans that are unemployed changes. Sometimes it is up, but other times, other times it is down. And that is a fact. <laughs> uh, climate change. Uh, climate change is a hotly debated issue, both in person and online. What do you think about climate change? Because that's what I think, too. <laughs> that's fucking funny. <laughs> Price of bread. He has a policy for the price of bread. The price of bread should be determined via a joint decision by several large corporations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. God, I'm in love with this website. This is the funniest thing. <laughs> the Diet Dr. Pepper Mayor Teen Pete. <laughs> Mayor Pete Teen Sweepstakes. Uh, here, if you enter your name and your email, Mayor Pete and Diet Dr. Pepper have partnered to destroy your thirst democratically. <laughs> By submitting oh. your information in the fields below, you will be entered to win a trip to Mayor Pete Doctor oh, Jesus Christ to Mayor Pete Diet Doctor Pepper Summer Luau, sponsored by Lexus. Oh God! Every every line of this is just. <clears throat> oh, Shadow Inc.'s statement on the sweepstakes. We have encountered an issue tallying your submissions. Learn more here. A raccoon was involved. <laughs> A raccoon was involved? Jesus. Gee, oh, man. We have not been doing uh, <laughs> show notes. Oh, built, I did. Built by Dio Martino, and he has his Twitter and his Instagram. Dino Ted Dino Cruz Dino. for human president. <laughs> Ted Cruz for human oh president.com. Okay. <laughs> pull it up. Pull it up. 100% human candidate. I've been incubated from birth to be your overlord. <laughs> God damn Holy it. shit. 
That's great. American prosperity. I am Ted Cruz for president. I have over 42 years. I wish to shut down the space program and destroy all telescopes abroad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna fucking pee. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally dying. I wish to shut down the space program and destroy all telescopes abruptly without expl- without explanation. Uh, observing you. <clears throat> I once observed a child. <laughs> Wait. Uh, <laughs> traversing unwieldy shoes. I will work tirelessly to find out what this technology is called that demand the Earth children turn its schematics over to me forthwith. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's fucking funny. <laughs> Update. I must return to my my hometown of Texas to slumber for an amount of time you would consider reasonable. <laughs> Thank you. Your support and skull sizes have been documented. <laughs> <laughs> Your skull sizes have been documented. Oh, shit. oh god, that's funny. <laughs> Okay, whoever this guy is, we need to follow them. We need to, like, we need to get oh, them on dying. our fucking shit. That is funny Dino. as fuck. <laughs> Dino. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, we gotta reach out to this guy. This is the funny... I have never laughed. And this is another... Th- this is another core mind wave thing. Laughter and crying. Uh, and u- usually it's it's both. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, it's oh, at least... It, it's, it's, it's at least crying for oh. Jenner, at least this season. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> I know I'm such a I don't know man I think it I think it really, emotion is good it, it it really hit me how how big this project is and like how fundamental and crucial this mission is uh I've I've been saying I've been using you know like language like Neil deGrasse Tyson uses you know being called by the universe to do something it really does feel like that for me um it's I don't know if that <laughs> sounds like bullshit to you but it it feels real to me, so I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> from an abstract view, it might sound pretentious, but I'm with you on it. Like I believe it. Like you know, if we're not, well, you know, and, I, and I, I, I wasn't put on this earth to pay bills and die. Like I feel like we all have a purpose, and I think that you just finally found yours, and this it, is your it, purpose. It, this it, is our it's purpose. Super ambitious, you know. So it's yeah, a I huge guess leap. I guess it's gonna it's come a off huge leap. Like you know. I mean, we may sound crazy now, but I mean, like, come whatever. on, like, if this if this thing blows up and we have like a huge following and support, and it becomes like our media I empire, I don't even and, think of it in those frames anymore. You know, like, like this is this is no, about like helping like the that. world in our own special way. Like we we are contributing to the planet. We are contributing to the betterment of society in our own way. Yeah, and I love that. Li- listen to the loud ass fucking idiot humans that are out there. And I'm like, well shit, we can like, be louder not... and more interesting than you. Fuck. Right. <laughs> exactly. No, like, I mean, like I'm, I'm what, what are we accomplishing scrubbing toilets and, you know, flipping burgers? Like, what are we, what are we accomplishing cashing people out at CVS? Like, you know, is that your calling? Is that what you were put <laughs> right. on this earth to do? do you, like, do come feel, on. And that's why, that's another reason that why this is going to sound kind of trite and pretentious to people because, you know, like, have you felt that way about something before? Have you? Or have you just been stuck in the fucking gears and just been grind, getting grinded into fucking dog food every year? 
you know, and then getting a sl- a small, slight little sliver of a mm-hmm, good job of a tax return from the government, unless you know you're in the wrong bracket or make too much or too little, and you get fucked. You know exactly. Uh, you know, and it's like finding true happiness, especially you know, like our generation specifically. I mean, it's like you know, we're we were kind of fucked out the gate, like we got pushed into society and it was like, all right, figure it the fuck out, have fun. Like, you know, and most of us, you know, like a good portion of us went to school and found a job that we're happy with and, you know, make enough money to live comfortably and still have fun. And then others of us didn't know what to do or didn't have that opportunity to go to school. And we just kind of took what was given and, just made do with what we had and happiness was never something that we really were able to obtain through or even, menial labor or like even think about it and and this is this is kind of and that's a huge I'm, thing I'm, that's a huge thing when you when you've gone through years of that shit and then you find something like this and you're able to express yourself and do something that you enjoy doing and then if that becomes something that you it's, can do full time like i mean that's a huge fucking that's a huge change it's a value better. thing it's always been a value thing um and it's becoming cl- more and more clear to me cuz you know like i know i i've mentioned i'm a high school dropout i'm kind of a dumb dumb i'm a drunk asshole uh, I'm controversial, <laughs> but like i i like getting into highfalutin philosophy shit so that's going to be something that I'm going to be doing uh, as well. And this, this is expressed beautifully as Maslow's pyramid of, you know, basic, basic human needs. And the top of the pyramid is self-actualization. You know, it's that like finding your purpose. That's like the goal. That's what we all want. That's the goal of life. You know, you need food, you need shelter, you need water, you need basic medical care those those all build the bottom of the pyramid but at the top is this this idea of becoming your true self self-actualizing that's the goal of what it is to be a human and that really when you when you feel that when you feel like you're getting to that peak it's profoundly moving so yes it has made me cry a lot of times on the show because this feel i i can't put it in any other terms it than feels that and i'm right. i'm glad that this exists uh you know in the top of maslow's pyramid of the hierarchy of needs this is like this is the number one need that all humans have you know the number one thing beyond beyond food and shelter and everything else and that's like it's it's flipped on its head it's flipped on its head now, Josh, to where this is the most important thing. The other shit, it doesn't really matter. Like I'll, I'll figure out the other shit. You know, I'm not even, I'm not even concerned. I'm not even thinking in those terms anymore. Like my whole life has been flipped upside down by this, by this process of self-discovery and actualization and making mind wave a thing that actually exists and making the mind wave universe like start to come into view and see like it's coming coming from that perspective like i'm i'm with you and that like i'm happy doing this but i'm still stuck in that bottom part of the pyramid of like worried about am i going to have shelter am i going to have food am i are my basic needs going to be met and it's i don't know like for me it's going to take a lot to get out of that because like i've kind of been you know fending for myself for a long time and you know like getting help with things and stuff is not always the easiest and it's 
it's been a struggle in one way or another of just literally attempting to survive and getting myself out of that mindset. And this, this actually plays into like Andrew's idea of like the mindset of scarcity that see, we have the language to talk about it now. We do. We have it smart. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. You ran a great fucking campaign. Can I just say you ran a great campaign? It has been a fun ride and I really, I'm, man, I hope this is not the last we see of him because he is going to do great things. Why would it be? He has an open invitation to come on the show. He's going to have some free time. I told him that. Yeah, I mean, now that you're not running a presidential campaign anymore, yeah, I, you can always come on our show. I mean, I, we, can I, always, we can always talk. <laughs> I told him that he, <laughs> he gets to go back to doing the most important job on earth, which is being a parent. So he needs to go be a dad for a while and spend yeah. some time with his kids and his wife. Um, but there is an open invitation to Andrew at any point to come on the show and help us continue. We, we, we're picking up the torch, man. It's, and I realize I am horrible at mixed metaphors, horrible at mixed metaphors because I constantly invoke torches and pitchforks for outrage. But then I'm like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to pick up the torch for Andrew. I'm using an Olympics metaphor. I'm not using a mob metaphor there. So they're not actually mixed. I was, this is really funny, and this is actually, like, this is well verging into after show territory, but I, I kind of feel like we need to give people a slight taste of, like, the level of, like, what, the, the level of, like, unfilteredness that that content is going to provide, because, I mean, this isn't really filtered by any stretch of the imagination, but we hold back a little bit, but I made this, we fucking, try, we I, try, I, I made this point uh, the other day with, about mixed metaphors with Phil, um, you know, because he's very much like, well, I guess I'm going back to the libertarians now because, like, fuck the Democrats. And I'm, I'm, I totally feel him on that. Um, but, you know, he's, he's going to have more energy to put into my wave. And I was like, well, fuck, man, this, this is it. This is like, <laughs> and I made the worst, intentionally worst, the worst mixed metaphor of all, of all time. It was like, Phil, man, this is it. We found it. We made a baby. And we're going to fuck that baby. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Horrible. It, it, it really is kind of like, I think that the shitposty like 90s dead baby in a microwave joke, I think we kind of need to incorporate a little bit of that into <laughs> into the mind wave, at least to the after show. Yeah, I get that that was horrible. It was fucking terrible. But it, was, it was funny. It was it was terrible on purpose. No, obviously. I mean that was the thing. I mean, I'm obviously, sorry. Like, shit I'm posting not is. A, it, I laughed at dead baby jokes. Oh, fucking sue me. Oh my god, dead baby and microwave jokes were like the best thing about the '90s, except for like pagers and tamagotchis and yakbacks. Did you have a yakback? I did not. You never had a yakback. It was mm-hmm. the coolest fucking little thing. <laughs> so stupid. It was a little pocket-sized fucking pause. It was a little pocket-sized thing, and it had a record button and a play button, and it just recorded your voice, a little wave form that was maybe, like, 30 seconds or whatever. But right. you could yak into it, and then it would, like, yak back, and you like you could, like, use it for pranks and stuff. Yak back! You remember, like, all those, like, Nickelodeon? Oh, okay. Yak back! Yeah. Like, bop it! Yeah. I can't believe bop it came back, and, like, bop it's a thing. They just did a sketch <laughs> on that on the most recent fucking... Uh... SNL, I think they did like a bop it with like instead of like three things that you could do with it, it was like nine. <laughs> and then, yeah, it yeah, was the sketch was really fucking funny because like the dad couldn't get it and then he got all fucking salty about it. And he's then when one of the kids messed up, he's like, How better luck next time, Jessica? Ha! Like, 
Yes, but o- overly edgy and dark humor is is me, that's me in the real world. That's me as a shit, oh, as a shit poster. So that is going to be incorporated slightly into my media personality. It's not really going to be highlighted on full display on the main show. Yeah, but no, if you get to like... know me, you get to know my sense of humor. It is very fucked up. Uh, but I am one of the funniest people on the fucking planet, according to myself. I crack myself up more than anybody else. I bitch. I will sit there. Just like, cause I, I'm, I'm like a god tier memer. It, it's bad. Like I, I just like, I feel like, uh, like the, the fucking troll episode of fucking. South, I keep bringing it back to South Park, man. I gotta put South Park in the fucking sandbox. Well, I mean, they've, there's it's where, so where, relevant. Uh, it's so culturally relevant. There's nothing that is, you can't tie to South Park. <laughs> where Gerald is sitting in there on the computer. Well, here's a dick in your mouth. Huh? He's just getting drunk, just drinking wine. And he's like, can't hey, fuck you. <laughs> You know, like, I, I'm not a troll like that, but I kind of, I do get, I have a lot of fun with it because I like to frame it within an intellectual or rational, like using that as like a, as like a kill shot, like a, you know, you go into a casual conversation and you whip out like a level 50 legendary weapon and you just like <laughs> totally destroy them. I love doing that. I'm See, really and that's like me and Michael, Michael and I have, <laughs> Michael and I have a really fucked up sense of humor too. And I think that's why you and I get along so well is because yeah, like, you have to, like I mean, his you have sense to be able of to humor, laugh like he's got, stuff. he's got like the next generation. Like he's, he's a newer generation of memes. So like some of the shit he shares oh, is I like, no I, I don't get it. But no, like, a, like we relate, we relate on a lot of shit, like when it comes to humor and like, oh my God, like we joke about some of the most fucked up shit. Like I, I'm like, I actually have a legitimate fear of like, if I become like any kind of, like any kind of figurehead in any way, like any kind of fame or notoriety, I'm like, please, for the love of God, do not look at my Facebook feed because I post <laughs> some fucked up shit Own it. Own it. And you know what? Like, and we made this. Okay, so listener, this is fucked up because Josh and I had the best after recording session in history. It was so good. It was the best fucking after show of all time. We only got the first half an hour of it. And we're going to go back and we're going to riff on that same stuff because it was really good and really important. But we had mentioned Cyanide and Happiness and their podcast. Here's an idea. Uh, because it was a comment about the bell because I used a bell and somebody was asking me about the bell. And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess I kind of jacked it from here's an idea, but it, we use it slightly differently, maybe? Not really. It's, it's mostly know. just an anyway. interjection here. Like a- Anyway, but this was, this was in the context of like, because their show, if you have not listened to here's an idea, is like a sketch comedy real time, come up with, write a script in 20 minutes type thing and their jokes there it's the raunchiest oh my god funniest fucking podcast i've ever heard but they make jokes about like sucking baby dicks and fucking dead grandmas and it's like it's bad but that's what that's what makes it such a good show so no, we're, and that's we're not the gonna thing, go that, to like, that, that is level. the brainchild like all of the cyanide yeah. and happiness cartoons that you see sliding down your facebook or your twitter feed and you're like ah that's fucking funny like that is the result of that podcast. Like that is literally where all the fucking well, ideas come from. Well, it's like it's, the, the, it, like it's that a little kind bit, of it's fucked up riffing of is like yeah. that's where the ideas come from. It's like the ideas uh, the ideas start there and then they get refined into the comics. And I'm like, oh it, my god! But like hearing like the raw output it, it, of everybody involved the, in the show is just like, oh my it, god! Did you just say that? Yeah, yeah he no, fucking did. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> they, yeah, they're bad. They're bad. I love it. I fucking like props love to them though. I mean, shit. First Amendment. Why the hell? No, not? it's it's not even about that. It's just about embracing 
embracing comedy like it used to be used to like talk about you know complicated shit or just be able to laugh as fucking humans because like we need laughter you know and like if we get this is like i'm gonna be offended by everything all the time it's just like well get over yourself get over yourself honestly like it is so much better to just laugh and like comedy has changed a lot you know in the past over the past decade you know yeah because the cultural I keep using the the phrase cultural zeitgeist and I need to find a better one, but it's shifted in a way towards no longer too acceptable to joke about things that were totally fine to joke about 10 years ago, 20 years ago. So um, anyway, it's, it's that, it's that kind of just return to like, yes, there is kind of like that individualistic freedom of thought, free expression. But I mean, it's still a thing of like, you know, it, first amendment. It, yeah, if you want okay to phrase to it not. in first amendment rights terms, sure. It's I've, okay to not, I think it's, it's not just, okay to joke about X, Y, and Z, but it's like, what you don't realize is that everybody's still joking about X, Y, and Z. They're just doing it behind, behind closed doors. Like, either everything's okay to joke about it. That or shit nothing doesn't is stop okay being funny it. just because two or three people are offended by it. You Who's, know what I mean? Like it's who, still fucking funny. Who said that <laughs> either everything's okay to joke about or nothing's okay to joke about. I forget who said that, but that yeah, is a great it's, quote. It's a it's a fucking good one, you know. So, so yeah, the 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 Mindwave Universe exclusive content is going to be, I think it's going to be not gratuitous, but deliberately like raunchy <laughs> and bad. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're, we're going to try to get comedians in, and we're not going to bite our tongues big, as much uh, as we. I mean, and we, I mean, we don't really bite our tongues much here, but. Uh, I'm doing it less and less. It's that it's that that 2020 BDE man. BDE I, or KDE? No. <laughs> yeah, that was another really, 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 really bad one from the uh, after show. That if you want to know what KDE yeah. is, subscribe to our shit oh, and find out. No, that is horrible. I mean, I already. I already made it worse once. I mean, yeah, mixed, you did. The, the, the mixed metaphor. Yeah. You did. I like it fucked up fixed, mixed metaphors. I like it. I don't know why. It's, you know, I, I, and I was telling him just like, I, I'm sure slowly our, the audience is whittling down we'll to burn just that like, when we get to it, to like, <laughs> to like autistic shit posters and like super fucked up people. And I'm like, I'm fine with it. It's because if you're my people, <laughs> you're my people. <laughs> well no and that's the thing is like we we fucking we we get off at laughing on laughing at shit and that's just like you know that's one of the few joys that i have in life is being able to laugh at something that's funny yeah. especially when it's uncomfortable about something uncomfortable at boone and exactly. i talked about this it's like laughter is a really healthy coping mechanism and this is going to be big in outrage too because like people hear the name of the show outrage machine and they're like oh it's just going to be this like this like alex jonesy motherfucker screaming into a microphone about what how what how bad the liberals are and i'm like well no that's not gonna be it at all i think it's just about opening up conversations but incorporating in humor i think and pointing anybody... out how ridiculous some of this shit is because a lot of it is really fucking ridiculous you know in a lot of these movements so pointing it out and being able to laugh at it and just go oh my god what the hell i think, I think anybody that knows kind of us is step. gonna know like or anybody that knows us and hears our show is gonna know that like we're not ever gonna get on like an alex jones propaganda level anything like because it's just not our style well, people <laughs> people aren't used to let's put it this way like i <clears throat> excuses i ideas on un, un, unfiltered ideas like this um because of the quote cancel culture 
you know, like everybody's terrified to be a content creator now because they're depending on the ad model. And my solution is, well, just don't depend on the ad model and you don't have to worry about that. Exactly. Uh, you don't have to worry about de- getting demonetized if you just don't monetize in that way. Um, so, I mean, f- fundamentally, I think that that's a big step for a lot of content creators. That no, they're and they're going to the need to make I that leap. I feel like everybody should follow that model because we yeah. should not be having to bite Take our tongues. Yeah. We should not be having to bite our tongues at the whims of corporations that want to tell us what we can and can't say just because they want to hold our money hostage. Like yeah. if you're going to, if you're going to pay me to advertise, you're going to pay me to advertise, but you're not going to censor me. Like if you're going to, if you're willing to offer me money for something that I am providing, like you're going to take it as it comes. You're not going to make me whittle it down to less than what it actually is because you don't like that. It comes off as abrasive or you think this is offensive. Like, no, like I'm not going to cater to your fucking needs as a corporation. I <laughs> like, I give a fuck about humans. I don't give a fuck about corporations. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not quite, I'm, I'm not quite as lefty as this one. So I'm, well, I'm smirking, but it's, it's good. It's smirk good. It's all cute. you want. It's, it's fucking, cute. it's my, it's, it's, it's my, cute. it's my opinion. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I am not right wing by any stretch of the imagination. I am not one of these like corporations or people thing yeah well, but uh you know, the, they're not. the you know i i am if anything very very slightly left of center on the very slightly left of center on this just because you know i th- I, I think when when things like if we're invoking first and first amendment rights i think as, as business owners it's the level of go- government intervention we've gone into this it's a, it's a whole thing oh but there was a there was an important point that i was going to make uh their ad model via support uh, the support model. Ah, uh, shit. I'm tripping out at my screensaver. It's distracting me. Um, no, but, oh, yes. The, the, the thing that makes when the, these ideas, the, the kinds of stuff that we talk about on the show, like the thing that makes them sound fringe, uh, to people at, at first glance is because they don't realize these are actually mainstream views. These are actually mainstream views and opinions. Just, Almost nobody is brave enough to. <laughs> Again, that sounds pretentious, but it's it is fucking true. You know, nobody's, so with, within a lot of the controversial shit that we're getting in on the show, we're not we're not taking fringy extremist views. Uh, they are the mainstream views. They're just getting silenced, uh, and there needs to be more people, uh, rational people who it would help if they're also entertaining <laughs> at times uh, to talk about them. So again, it's mind wave in a nutshell. Um, where did, where did we want to go? I don't, uh, we had yeah, voicemails. What's our time at? What's our time at? I feel like we've been doing this for a while. We have, we had a bunch of voicemails come in because I, I put the, uh, we're at an hour 18. Oh, that's um, not bad. I, I put the voicemail line out again because we collect the voicemails for the humanity first series in season one which was all very hopeful and intriguing is so inspiring and i was like well we need to put out the same line and just let people vent a little bit and just get their real-time reactions so we had a bunch of people call in um and share their reaction to andrew dropping out and their humanity first message they're like I'm going to soldier on and, and, and carry the torch for this. So, uh, I have not dug through those yet. Cause I, I didn't really want to cry, uh, yet today. 
But uh, th- we're there's, gonna cry. there's a handful of voicemails there, so maybe do you wanna... get in, bitch? We're going crying. <laughs> uh, if we are going crying. Do you guys want to do? Do you want to do that now? We'll just like drop. Let's I'll, do it. I'll drop the music in here, and then we'll just drop the voicemails in here and see what we got. Yeah, let's see what we got. That'll be real time. We've never done a voicemail drop like that before. Like there, I have no idea what's there, so we're just gonna drop them in here to the music and listen to them and. Let's we'll, do it. We'll have our 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 real time reaction and 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 share that with you guys because we're we're all feeling it, you know. Especially like Yanga, you, we are it all feeling sucks. it. Like, fucking sucks. Like, oh shitty. my god. Like, I it's told shitty. I told Jenner when we when he broke the news to me, I was like, you know, he's like, we still gotta we still gotta keep moving on, and like, you know, we're 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 gonna keep these ideas. We have to we have to carry the torch. And I'm like, bro, how am I gonna be hopeful? When he was the only person in the field that I had hope for, like, wow. how, like who the fuck am I gonna vote for now? Like, was my first thought of like what, like, how am I gonna get behind somebody as hard as I got behind Andrew Yang, and it's with feel his ideas. just as good about it. You know what I mean? It's with his ideas. It's it's really, I'm I'm gonna use a, a hyperbolic term. We need to, it's a hostile takeover. You saw what the Yang Gang did with the Trump group. There was like this pro-Trump Facebook group. And oh, yeah, no, I was Yang in Gang that shit. I was all up in that and shit. took over the whole thing. And there's all these old boomers who can't type being like, delete me from this. I did not accept this. You're violating my rights. I'm calling my lawyer. <laughs> Just like these boomers who don't understand how fucking Facebook works. But no, like it, in terms of fuck. in terms of strategy, like we have the best memers on the fucking planet. The oh, Yang, absolutely. The Yang Gang does so, and the best organizing and the best passion. So, um, if it if it turns out that Bernie is the nominee, then we need to be the wing of of the Bernie camp that is like the Yang Gang wing of the Bernie camp that is pushing him to make these ideas part of his platform, putting the fucking pressure on, building the pressure. Yes, Bernie, please, we will support you. We will vote for you, but you need to put UBI on the table. You need human-centered capitalism. You need these ideas incorporated. Be a true progressive. If you're going to lead, lead with the best ideas. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we can get Bernie to adopt these ideas, like Yang pulled a lot, a lot of Trump supporters like I, I feel more than any get other back. candidate. We we get can them get back. them back, and we can. And you know, if if because we example, brand Bernie, Bernie the nominee, like the Yang Gang wing, wing of the Bernie Bro camp, will be like the dank memers that'll be like, "Hey, right wing." <laughs> like yeah, that we'll sounds be fucked the up. Connection to the right that wing, sounds but like, fucked up. But it's like we can be the mechanism to get to de-radicalize those people again to de re de re. D D re <laughs> de-radicalize them again and bring them back over to the fucking love camp uh under the humanity first message, which we can incorporate to, into any of these campaigns because they're universal. They're universal. It's the you and fucking UBI motherfuckers. So yeah, that yes. that's gonna be our challenge. It's not which it's not which candidate are we gonna support. It's like, no, these are the ideas which candidate is gonna fucking adopt them and accept them as a part of their platform. And, and use that to win because those are winning ideas. They're winning fucking ideas and like we can't give up on them. So Absolutely. I mean, bottom, bottom line, that's that's the fucking mission. It's not about oh, which one of these existing things is like the least shitty shit sandwich. <laughs> it's like, no, how can we how can we very politely and hostily take over 
their camp with love and free hugs and better ideas wait and we can't humors. take over something hostily with love that doesn't <laughs> yes, make sense yes uh, it's a hostile love takeover so if bernie bernie if you're the nominee the yang gang there is going to be a hostile takeover of love <laughs> from the yang gang we're going to come in with great ideas and great passion and great energy and great dank memes but bernie is going to have to move the needle on this stuff and you know what this is an important point because we have talked about how devastating the minimum wage would be or the jobs guarantee imagine if you combined the minimum wage the jobs guarantee and the freedom dividend imagine the cushion there that would make his his big policy positions no because that would be great better, it would be everybody it is would making, make them less everybody worse is making 15 yeah. an hour everybody is getting a thousand dollars a month and everybody is guaranteed to have a fucking job like it Boom. would make the part like of we his... are able yeah. to progress as a society and like and, and it's it's not to say that Andrew Yang has the only ideas that'll work. It's not gonna be like, hey Bernie, you need to abandon all of your policies no, no, and platform. No, no. But ideas. it's just detached because his it's plan like, would his plan as it is would kill rural America. Like, if he adopted a freedom together. dividend into it, it would not kill rural America. It would let it thrive. You know, and I can say this living in quote rural America. Like the $15 minimum wage and the federal jobs guarantee would have devastating effects on huge chunks of the country because Absolutely. rural America cannot cope with that level of government intervention from, you know, Wall Street and the coastal elites that are so detached. They don't understand. They've never had their hands in the fucking dirt. They've never been to a farm. They've never birthed a calf. They've never, you know, plowed a field. These people don't under fucking stand. So... This is a way, if we incorporate the Freedom Dividend into Bernie's platform... <laughs> to we, bridge the gap. Yes, and and Andrew's nuclear policy, because we can de-radicalize nuclear on Bernie and get him to accept nuclear. And uh, I, I, I think that's the, that's the new strategy. It's like, okay, Bernie, you want to do this? We had your back the first time. Uh, you didn't have our backs this time. But we will come back and we will help you. But you need to get on board with the 21st century. Data as a property right. Fundamental. Like basic fucking shit. Basic economic rights. A guaranteed minimum income. Value added tax over a fucking wealth tax. Don't sit there and tell me that billionaires shouldn't exist. Stand there with your heart that we know you that you have and say that poverty should not exist in this country. That is the right answer. Stop going after billionaires. Solve the problems that got Donald Trump elected in the first place. Andrew gave you the playbook. Use it. If you're the nominee, use it. We will help you, but you have to use that playbook. Otherwise, you're you're, you're not getting those people back. You're not getting the the Trump people back. You're not getting. They will go vote for Vermin Supreme before they come vote for Bernie. So just be aware of that. I'll fucking anyway, vote for that, Vermin that, Supreme. That sounded like shit. a threat. It's not a threat. That's just the reality. I'll vote for Vermin Supreme. I kind of want to get him on the show. Let's do I it. I kind of want to do, I've been wanting to do like <coughs> some like, some like frame it like a 90s VH1, like shoom, like uh, behind the boot. The behind vermin, the boot. <laughs> the Vermin Supreme story. Boone, no, Boone knows him. She's in contact with him. Oh, that's I might epic. actually be able to get him on the show. That would be hysterical. I would love it. That'd be fucking hilarious. Let's that, do it, it would be great. 
it would be fucking great. So All right, maybe let's we'll do make... some voicemails. Yeah. Oh yeah. You guys want to listen to voicemails? And let's then we'll, do it. We'll close it out. We're at an hour and and twenty six right now. So I don't right, know. Cool. I don't know how many we have, but we're gonna listen to some, we're gonna listen to some voicemails from the Yang Gang and bond with you guys and probably cry like little bitches. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Get in, bitch. We're going crying. Uh, it's fine. Hey Jenna, it's Jereen. My uh, my episode just dropped, and thank you for having me as a guest. My gang story has progressed through many iterations through the last eight or so months. Um, but I want to save my hometown. Um, the Freedom Dividend would have put a lot of money back in the local economy in my town in rural Montana where my parents owned a business for 35 years and sold it for barely more than they bought it for in the 70s. I just, I want everybody to do better. I was so inspired by Andrew and his outlook. And I hope that we move forward to the next iteration together as the Yang Gang. Thank you so much for having me be a part of the Mindwave universe. Hey Jenner, it's Mikey. Mikey the Jester. It's been a year now and I'm very shocked. Um, when I first heard the news, it was coworkers telling me, hey, your guy dropped, and they're smiling and laughing. God, the pain. I thought it was fake news. Couldn't handle it. I ran to my car and I just sat there. Sure enough, I checked and it, it was real. And I jumped on stream with Sis, Annette, and Bert, and I just couldn't stop crying. I didn't know what to say. Today I woke up this morning and just like normal, I was gonna mass share a bunch of Yang news on Yanking Report. There was nothing good to share. It was just heartbreaking shit. What's keeping me afoot right now is the Yang Gang. Yang Gang is so strong. Seeing so much positivity, so much love and support. We're all here for each other. And um, I'm here for you all too. So don't give up. We deserve a humanity first future. Andrew Gang has shown us that possibility. We need to fight for what we want. For our future, for our children, for for everything. We know what's right. And Andrew Yang, he's still a young guy. I believe he's still the one. He's the one. No one else on this on the stage, they don't know what they they don't know nothing. 
They don't know anything. You know, this is an uphill battle the whole time. Andrew Yang a year ago was nobody. Look at him now. He's got so much support. He's got a whole army behind him. We, we are here for him. Don't give up. He's brought us together. We got people on the left. We got people on the right. But we're together. We are America. We are America. I'm 18 years old, and this would have been the first time I participated in an election. And the effect that Andrew Yang's campaign on me has had on me has been ridiculous, you know. I really believed in his solutions, and I still do. Um, his, he was talking about solutions to real problems, and just because his campaign is over doesn't mean the problems are gone. So we have to continue to fight for these ideas and push forward and fight for humanity first. I'm absolutely crushed. Um, Andrew made it possible for me to believe in American politics again, and I'm disappointed not enough people were able to understand that he was the only Democrat that will be, would beat Trump 2020. Um, I, I'm all for supporting the Democratic nominee, but the data doesn't lie, and Yang would have destroyed Trump in a general election. Uh, I'm disappointed in the DNC, I'm disappointed in the mainstream media, and I'm disappointed in those who refuse to really pay attention. That being said, Andrew's message has changed American politics forever, and we are truly better off because of this campaign. And I really, I really hope by 2024, Americans can wake up and realize that we have got to make a change. And the last thing I want to say is, keep voting for Yang in your primary. Don't let, don't let his name be forgotten. Humanity first. You got something good to share now, Mikey. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Holy fuck! See, I was not ready for that. Uh, this Dude. was this was blind. Um, I because I got Ugh. them and I knew that they were going to be heavy, so I didn't listen to any of them. And um, <sighs> so, this is why we do this. This is why this show exists. This is why Mindwave exists. It's not over till it's over, guys. Don't uh, don't throw in the towel yet. Are no, you this kidding is, me? This is the beginning. This is the origin story. Are you? It's not going to be like we're gonna we're gonna look back and think of this as the beginning, not the no, end. It sucks now. Yeah, I will say it sucks now, but like, it's not the end, and we're gonna we're gonna get there. Yeah. He brought he brought the messages to the to the forefront and. Jesus, I'm like, I have to gather myself. Like, fuck, Jareen's message. I'm like, I can't. Jareen, yeah. girl, I'm tugging at those heartstrings, man. She has a mind wave mic. Oh, She's available God, anytime dude. now. She's keeping it. You're keeping it, Jareen. Like, that's, that's, that's you. That's your new audio diary. <laughs> like, like, that's all I wanted, man, was to fucking fix this town. Like, 
Dude, we had so much riding on this. <sighs> we still do. And there is no reason to give up. Because like I said, it's not these aren't these aren't Andrew's ideas. They're bigger than he is now. The Yang Gang is is where the power is. And we need to use that power that we built. Why the fuck would we throw that away? Let's use that to change. If it can't be Andrew, whoever it's going to be, like we need to use our power to change it. We need to move the needle in the right direction. That's that is the goal. That's the only thing we can do. So Yang Gang, if you're out there, find another candidate that you fucking believe in. Make a new Yang Gang wing of their base. And fight for what you fucking believe in. Get these ideas on the table. If fucking Mike Bloomberg were to say, okay, UBI is good, I'd say, you know what? Good job. Great job. Cool. Asshole. You're still an asshole. But and fuck <laughs> you, but good idea. And and that's that's really what this is. And you know what? Like it's been mentioned a, a couple times. Like if Trump were to come out for UBI, I'm surprised he hasn't. Because that's like Oh man, that's just like a populist. That would guarantee have, have his people honestly. licking his fucking asshole. Um, everybody remembers how popular the Bush tax cuts were, including the GOP. And basically, what we're looking at here is a the biggest tax cut in American history, the biggest tax relief for the middle class that has ever been put on the table. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we it, it's about like. <laughs> We're not we're not mourning. This is awake. This is this is awake. It's okay to cry it awake. Okay, but we're celebra we're celebrating the victory. We're celebrating the life and the spirit of the campaign. And that's something that can't die. That's you know, it I see see I'm getting philosophically here. It's like the soul. You know, the soul of your loved one. If they if they if they die, they'll always live on in your hearts. That's how we have to think about this message. Andrew's not gone. He's still going to fight with us, you know, but we need to not give up on him. We need to fight with him, you know, continue this, carry the torch, bring this message, not just to rural America and New York City, but to bring it to the world. We need to take this message of universal basic fucking decency to the planet Earth that we live on, all of us weird ass fucking species of mostly hairless space monkey that figured out how to make mouth noises at each other in a way where we could kind of figure out what was going on in each other's heads. You know, that's the challenge of the 21st century guys. And it, it is like, this, this is like, yeah, I, I almost think, I almost think this is, it almost seems strategic now because like, this is the spark, right? Andrew knew he's a numbers guy. He looked at the numbers. He's like, well, the numbers say I'm not going to win. What, what's, you know what's what? I have move? to applaud him. It's... I have to applaud him because, like, he didn't drag it out longer than it needed to go. Like, if he knew, if he knew that it wasn't going to work out, and he knew because he had the decency had the to same... not keep taking money from people and donations, he had the same mentality about it that we have. Is that it wasn't about him? For him, it wasn't about him. He wasn't. He wasn't running for president so that people could kiss the ring and lick his fucking asshole. You know, he was running on the ideas and all he wanted, he said from the very, very beginning, as long as I can get these ideas on the main stage and get this going, then it's a success. He won. He won 2020. Guy at the end, I'm, so, I'm sorry I didn't 
I don't know if you put your name at it. I don't know if I <coughs> caught it. But you are absolutely fucking right. He changed American politics forever. Forever. Yeah. There is no going back. This is the way forward. He took us to the fucking mountaintop. He showed us the world that we could build on the other side for future generations. It's up We're to not, us <laughs> to finish walking yeah. the rest of the way there. Yeah. Like, Guys, it's it's our job. This, this is it's our time down here. See, that was another like Goonies reference. I think. <laughs> so much of that episode got cut off, like an hour and a half. It was Ugh. just like the greatest fucking so banter. It was, it was such was a good, so good. It was such a good episode, and it was very lighthearted. This has been kind of like sad boy time. Uh, it well, it started off as angry boy time, and then uh, you no, know, Daddy this, had to express some rage. I'm this, sorry. At the very beginning of this, I was fucking pissed. Like, oh, totally. And I get it. Um, like I get it. I was. I was. I. It was a big flurry. It was a mix of emotions. Like because I was. I was hopeless. I was sad. I was pissed off, and I didn't know what to think. But you know, like this, this working through this. This. This is the mission. <laughs> this working right through this has kind right of now. cleared it up and like given like. And I hope. I hope for you guys, our listeners, it has given you direction to anybody else that was in support of Andrew Yang. Like. You know, this is not, it's not over till it's over. And we yeah. have got to keep, keep on marching. We can still get the freedom dividend. That wasn't like an Andrew Yang exclusive digital like, it's content. It's just about the freedom dividend. You know, it's but, all these ideas. But people, like, I don't want it to. That's, yeah. I mean, that's I don't want it to be centered around like, you know, though. like, I don't, I don't want people to think like, oh, you're just sad because you're not getting an extra 12 grand a year. Like, you know, quit being a freeloader. Like, I don't want people no, to well, think No, well, when you look that, at how like, transformative that would have been, um, it is it is devastating to realize like imagine like what that could do for Bisbee. Sixty four million a year in extra revenue in this town. I did the math. We sixty four million. Like we don't even our roads aren't even fucking maintained here. You we know, have retaining walls out for that are like falling crumbling. out. Like yeah. they have to they have to do surveys every year and pick and choose which retaining walls because this whole fucking town is built into the side of mountains it was all it was a mining camp and they have to pick and choose the worst of the worst walls that they you know that they can afford to fix because the city just doesn't have a fucking budget our police department just got new uh just got new police cars but they have to rent them through enterprise because they can't afford to buy them outright. Like that's how fucking broke we are. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it was in uh, it was in the Observer. <laughs> I was reading about it. Hmm. Yeah, no, like that is literally local journalism, like, kids. Uh, it's another one of Andrew's ideas that we need to reinvest in local journalism. And I guess, I guess this what we're doing it kind of counts as journalism. If like it's it's more like diaryism. Which, which kind of, <laughs> because we're not like journalists. That. Diaryism. Yeah, di- diaryism. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but, but because it's it really is about creating the media that you want to see, and if you're not happy with the media ecosystem, um, create content and introduce it into the media system, and maybe some of them will happen. I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah, it's it's about that reclaiming of individual power and liberty like and and this is an important point for um, anybody who's been listening to the show for a while and anybody who knows how deeply the humanity first message resonated with me the human value of work question (laughs) resonated with me 
how much the freedom dividend would help me, but I didn't wait for the dividend part. The freedom part is too important, so I fucking took it. I gave up everything. I quit my job. I, like, barely skating by on a fucking knife's edge now, but, like, you can reclaim the freedom part. It's It might not be easy. Um, a, a lot of people aren't in a position to be able to do that. Luckily, I, I, I'm doing okay. Uh, but it's, it's about that. Reclaim your individualism, reclaim your own mind, you know, don't let the toxic political dumpster fire, the shit show dictate what you should believe, you know? What do you believe? What do you feel in your fucking heart? What what really matters to you? And get those ideas out. Because it's the ideas that are going to change the world. It's not the politicians. Okay? We fucking love Andrea. And you know, here's the, the thing. The, the politicians earth. the politicians can't bring new ideas to the table if we don't bring those ideas to the politicians. They're and that there is... to represent us, not the other way around. Exactly. And... Andrew was one of the first people that had the right ideas and had the right mindset to bring America forward. But it's up to us to take those same ideas and give them to whoever, whoever ends up getting the nomination, whoever ends up getting the presidency. We have to bring those ideas to that person, whoever they may be, and be like, look, this is how we move America forward. This is the game plan. We have to follow it. Yeah. But yeah. they don't, like, you know, they won't know if we don't tell them. And here's the thing. Like, with Andrew, like, you know, he went from this small IDW cult following, nobody know who, knew who he was, to being this national superstar of, you know, the guy that wants to give mm-hmm. everybody $1,000 a month. Every 10-year-old on TikTok knows who fucking Andrew is. Uh, it's true. Like it's it's true. It's it's the power of good ideas, and they're not they're not exclusive to the personality. They're a good idea is just as good coming out of the mouth of Hitler as it is of Gandhi. Um, you know that that is an extreme <laughs> example. Very but, extreme. Um, but I mean, you know, I, I I'm colorful. I like to be colorful. I think I think uh, color is good, uh, unless you're using it to classify people into groups then no don't do that then no don't do that <laughs> don't d- 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 don't do don't that. do that <laughs> uh no matter who you are so yeah i mean ultimately and i and i, I want to talk specifically to the yang gang content creators because i know several of you have had several of you on the show like if if you built your your uh channel or your show or whatever around andrew yang Continue the work. I mean, continue the work. It's not just about reporting on the polls and and reporting on what's happening here and there and, and being a pundit all the time. You can just talk about the real human shit. Um, that's what we're trying to do, and we hope that more people out there are doing that and talking about the policies. Moving forward, uh, our podcast buddies, Rio and Corey, are continuing on their show like like absolutely nothing has changed. It's all about, you know, productive disagreement between um, you know, a, a a progressive and a conservative. And I think that that like 
you you have something valuable to contribute there like regardless of of whether Andrew is is going to be in the next debates or not or whether he's going to be the next president or not like Alyssa Monet Mason you're a beautiful human being dancer yes, like you are you don't need to dance in front of a thing that says yang 2020 on it to be a beautiful dancer and a wonderful human being continue your work continue creating content for you for humanity and just, just never don't give up. Like so many of us feel that felt that like nihilistic, burn it all to the ground. I'm going to give up on everything and mourn and cry and sad because like, oh, it's not going to happen now. No, it can still happen. It can absolutely still happen. We have to make it happen. <laughs> so again, the ball is, is in our court, it's, guys. It's, oh, it's, it's awake. Up to us what it's we do not a. It. It's not. It's not a funeral. It's awake. And uh, it's it's fucking it's time to get to work, guys. Especially the content creators. Like it is time to get to fucking work on this particular thing and get this. Make sure that this does not die. We can't not let humanity first die. We cannot let people give up hope. We cannot be let people be re radicalized back into the shit that is tearing this country apart. We have to do something. So if you would like to participate in that with us please reach out literal like just please it it needs to happen joshua <laughs> yes i don't email know. us call us leave us a voicemail anything get on the show schedule we have the scheduling set up you know if you want to just sit down and talk with us and you know share ideas for you know what we're going to do moving forward and you know how we're going to bring these ideas into the spotlight further you know it's it's andrew andrew did the heavy lifting for the first part and he got this massive following behind him all these great people from all sides that set aside their differences and that that is so beautiful yes. to me they everybody set aside their differences everybody you know people from the right stopped calling people cucks and losers and People who voted for Trump and people who voted for Hillary literally like traveling across the country to give each other hugs and like go watch Andrew Yick speak. Who does that? Who else could make that happen? Nobody is doing that. That, That's why we believed in him so much. Just because he's not in this race anymore does not mean that we have to go back to the old way of things and let these ideas die. We would be betraying ourselves and our country by letting that happen. And I'm sorry, but as an American... I've I've watched this been going on for too too long and I mean you know I'm young but this is it's been a long time coming man it's, it's time been to a reclaim time patriotism coming. we need to go colonial on these motherfuckers because they're lazy and they're stupid and they don't get it and I I w- was extremely edgy on this I used language like that but I called America a cheap whore who's just willing to sell herself out and if you no, know, I like, agree. Well, I mean, we are watching. Point, that's what it we are watching like. this happen, and we can barely look at it. It's disgusting. We need to get back to our roots. We need to get back to what America actually is, and solve the foundational, core, fundamental problems that allowed Donald Trump to get elected in the first place. Not just say "orange man bad," make "orange man go away." No, let's solve the actual fucking problems that put him there in the first place. Like, so much of the Yang Gang felt aimless. What am I going to do? No. The, the aim is exactly the same. The goal is exactly the same. The context just changes a little bit. Okay, so that that is my message to you out there, Yang Gang. 
whether you're a a content creator or you're just somebody who tweets or you're just somebody who is inspired and is bummed out right now like you can continue like carry the torch for him with us like this is going to be a big part of you know 2020 for us is like continuing this mission regardless you know we'll still talk about you know the rest of the political shitstorm as it develops because of course it's going to get crazier every single fucking it seems every 15 minutes there's a new crazy headline you know n- nothing is aging well here i am posting like uh porn stars showing their junk for andrew yang has got to be like the best fucking thing for like in the 2020 campaign and like within an hour or two he dropped out and i was like well and Burke had just made the group. It was just like, just this like adult entertainers, like adult sex workers for Yang thing was just starting to take off. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Let me in that group. Uh, and I, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it felt like this like existential, oh, well, what do we do now? Well, we do the exact same thing, guys. We do the exact same thing we were going to do before. The mission is exactly the same. Did not change. It This was not about Andrew. It was never about Andrew. Uh, and I, I, I'm starting to feel like a, a, a one of Joe Biden's broken phonograph records. <laughs> yes. But, uh, man, well, I gotta I gotta put together that um, that video and get that on on YouTube, man, because that's heavy. That's gonna hit people hard. Yeah. Uh, oh. Well, sorry, I but need you're to because uh, like. <laughs> And I need to go. I need good. to go next door. My other half is getting ready for work, and I would like to see him before he leaves. But uh, you know, let me let yeah. me leave you guys. Let me leave you guys with this um, closing remarks here. You know, the the day is not over. The sun has not gone down yet. You know, we are we are in the midst of great change in this country. And it's up to us whether it's going to be good change, bad change, or status quo. And we have the tools. Like like Jenner said, you know, Andrew gave us the tools. He gave us the arguments. He gave us the, the facts and the numbers. And it's up to us to keep up the fight and to keep pushing forward because it was never about him. And he didn't make it about him. We shouldn't make it about him. We need to make it about us, humanity, America. You know, this is this is our time to take back our democracy and make it work for us. Regardless of whoever is in the White House, it needs to work for us. Yeah. And 2020, guys, we may not get another chance. Like real time. That's why this feels so existential. That's why so many people in the Yang gang are like, oh, we have a winning hand. Oh, fuck, we have a winning hand. And maybe maybe we showed our maybe just bad poker face or something because Trump saw it. Trump knew we were like the threat, the threat to his reelection. And man, see, you know, it's just anyway, uh. It's we'd love real, to hear guys. from uh, yeah we'd love to hear from you too I can put together more of those um, more of those humanity first voices things that's going to continue on so if you'd like to call in and leave us a voicemail to be a part of that cool thing that number is 602-456-2253 go straight to voicemail and uh, you have a three minute limit but if you need more than one or take multiple takes 
uh, whatever's clever, we will we will make it work and figure it out. So uh, I think I have my work cut out for me for the rest of the night. I'm going to put together that YouTube video and get that out and uh, maybe get some snacks going here. Uh, yeah. I think that's it for me. Yeah. Uh, don't don't uh, lose hope, guys. Yeah. Don't lose hope. Seriously, the worst possible way to go. It's it's easy to go there to just say fuck it. Um, we can't throw in the towel yet. It's not. It's not. not over till it's over. Of course and not. It, it may be hard now, but you know the times they are a changing. <laughs> How uh, apropos. You know, we knew it was going to be an interesting year. That's. Uh, that was a given. Oh, so we shouldn't have been surprised by really anything and should continue to not be surprised by anything uh, because I'm guessing some horrible, fucked up, corrupt shit is going to come out. Some smear, some scandal, some horrible, you know, shit piece, some candidate. You know, people are still going to drop out. It's, it's, it's going to be... It's gonna be a wild ride, but it's it's about sticking to core principles and sticking to like why we got into this in the first place, which is about changing the country and changing the world, you know. So yeah, yeah with that, uh, I am Jenner. This is Mindwave. I'm gonna. I'll just put. The, uh, we have a new uh, outro now. Yeah, we do. That we can just drop in there, which is nice because uh, we don't have to just. <laughs> we spent a lot of time on that. What was that yesterday? Uh, or the day before? I don't know. One of those days, we did something. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we have it in a template now that we can just drag and drop, and then if, you know, anything specific <coughs> that we need to add, we can, you just know. toss it in at the yeah. end there. Super easy. Makes it, Super expedites great. our production process, makes things easier so we can keep cranking out content. like Quite a bit, and that song worked rather well, um, and it's, it's the new outro theme, uh, and it actually kind of worked out really well because I, I mentioned this in our other, we'll, we'll wrap it, but I mentioned this in the other conversation, the old production machine that I built season one with, that song is the last sequence that I made um, on that production machine. And the new interstellar bounty weird wall thing, uh, that's the first track that I made on the new machine. So uh, it's it's kind of fitting that, <laughs> that it all uh, kind of, kind of worked out like that but uh yeah. anyway yeah thanks for listening um join us at mindwave.media join the mindwave universe get in on the discussion uh participate in our humanity first thing because again like and and i was telling josh this earlier mm, excuse me like i feel like this is actually the thing this may be the, like the blessing in disguise that is going to make this explode like this series until like a we can't keep up thing. And I'm already kind of like, we can't keep up. I already have like 12 people on the list who are ready to come on. Um, I, I've only touched base with a handful of them to be like, Hey, so yeah, Andrew's not in the race anymore, but the, the series is very much going uh, on as planned. So, uh, yeah, you know, reach out, let me know. Um, uh, that's it for me. We'll talk to you guys next time. Yeah, guys. Uh, Yang Gang Love. Keep it, keep it going. Yeah, keep keep it the going. Yang Gang Love. And, you know, we have... Y- you don't have to be sad that there's not going to be any new Yang content. Uh, because if you haven't heard the show yet, we have, like, 
two uh, days worth of content or something with conversations yeah. with people in the Yang Gang. It's fucking great. Oh, and, it's, and it's gonna when, keep coming out. We're, we're, yeah, and when you look at the names on the list, you're like, holy shit, because we got a lot of these people before they became like, oh, you know, like Yang Gang superstars. Uh, so like, yeah, like our our season one is like all just like power packed, like fucking superstars of the Yang Gang. So we are absolutely continuing that. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. This weekend is Humanity First 13 with Ariel Bakshanda and the Outrage Machine 3 with Phil Ord on environmentalism. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe to us on Twitter. And, uh, all that shit's in the outro. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You have a really good taste in podcasts, clearly. So you probably also have a good taste in friends and know somebody who would enjoy the show as much as you do. So share the love. It's what we're all about. Special thanks to the friends of the show who make it possible. Rob J. Wilson, Corey Wilcox, Phil Ord, Travis Meyer, Heather Cook, Julia May, and Boone Hemp. Join the Mindwave universe at mindwave.media to be a part of the Mindwave journey with us. Also, make sure to check out the other content creators in the Mindwave sandbox and please help us support their work. Give us a follow on Twitter at Mindwave Podcast. If you think I'm cute, you can follow me at Mindwave Jenner. And if you think I'm annoying, wait until you see my Twitter at Mindwave Josh. Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next time. The Mindwave Podcast is produced by Studio Stargazer. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.